Our Father in heaven, we thank you once again. Lord, thank you what a privilege you've given to us to appear before you again. Lord, we have come just the way we are. We ask you in your great mercy, continue the work you started in our lives. Lord, please don't pass us by again. Cause our ears to be open to hear you. Let our hearts, O oh Lord, be circumcised again. We ask you, please, evacuate whatever that is occupying your place in our hearts. We plead with you that Jesus in its fullness will take over every heart here in the name of Jesus. Whatever that we are possessed, whatever that is still struggling, O oh Lord, with your dominion over our lives, we ask you, please, deal with it. Thank you today. Everything that has exalted yourself against the knowledge of Christ, let all of them come under judgment in the name of Jesus. Thank you because you have answered in Jesus' name we are prayed. Praise God. By His grace, He has helped us this far. Remember our teaching, possessing God as our greatest inheritance. We continue from where we stopped. And I want to tell us that once we can understand it, what God is saying to us, it will be glorious. This is what is missing in the body of Christ today. That many people have not tried to know. But God by his mercy is revealing these things to us. Last time we stopped at Daniel. Why Daniel said he will not defile himself with the king's meat and the king's wine. And we discovered that there was defilement in it actually. And at the end of the day... I went on to search a little more. There are so many other defilements, even in the king's wine and that of his meat. Praise God. In Proverbs 20, verse 1, it says, Wine is a mocker, strong drink is raging, and whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. Amen. So today we are to discuss just a few things, but there are a lot of scriptures we have to look at. So that we round up that one by the grace of God. Now what effect did Daniel create in Babylon for several years? What effect did he create in Babylon for several years? Again, we look at what striking testimony did they all maintain concerning Daniel? So these are the things we look at. Then again, we look at how did Daniel maintain this great portion of his inheritance. Hallelujah. So we'll look at some scriptures very quick. Then as we look at this study. And I know God will help us in the name of Jesus Christ. Daniel chapter 4 verses 8 to 9. Then 27 to 28. Daniel chapter 5, 4 to 17. And again Daniel chapter 6 verse 3 to 5. Hallelujah. Let's start from there. Then as we look at other scriptures. Daniel chapter 4 verse 8, as we look at 
what effect did Daniel create in Babylon for several years. But at the last, Daniel came in before me, whose name was Belshazzar, according to the name of my God, and in whom is the Spirit of the Holy Ghost. And before him I told the dream, saying, O Belshazzar, master of the magicians, because I know that the Spirit of the Holy Ghost is in thee, and no secret troubled thee. Tell me the visions of my dream that I have seen, and the interpretation thereof. Hallelujah. 27, 29, please. If we read, remember what we are discussing now. What effect did Daniel create in Babylon for several years? So as we read, try to see the effects that he created in Babylon within these years that he stayed there. Look at 27 of that scripture, Daniel chapter 4, 27 to 28. Wherefore, O king, let my counsel be acceptable unto thee, and break off my sins by righteousness, and your iniquities by showing mercy to the poor, if it may be a lengthening of thy tranquility. 28. All this came upon King Nebuchadnezzar. Now let us look at again Daniel chapter 5, verses 4 to 17. They drank wine and praised the gods of gold, and of silver and brass, of iron, of wood, and of stone. In the same hour came forth fingers of a man's hand, and wrote over again the candlestick upon the plaster of the wall of the king's palace. And the king saw the part of the hand that wrote. 6. Then the king's countenance was changed, and his thoughts troubled him, so that the joints of his loins were loose, and his knees smote one against another. The king cried aloud to bring in the astrologers and the Chaldeans and the soothsayers and the king speak and said to the wise men of Babylon, Whosoever shall read this writing and show me the interpretation thereof shall be clothed with scarlet and have a chain of gold about his neck and shall be the third ruler in the kingdom. Eight. Then came in all the king's wise men, but they could not read the writing, nor make known to the king the interpretation thereof. 9. Then was the king Belshazzar greatly troubled, and his countenance was changed in him, and his laws were astonished. Now the queen, by reason of the words of the king and his laws, came into the banquet house, and the queen speak. And said, O king, live forever. Let not your countenance trouble thee, nor let your countenance be changed. There is a man in the kingdom in whom is the spirit of the Holy Ghost. And in the days of thy father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods was found in him, whom the king Nebuchadnezzar, thy father, the king, I say, thy father made master. Of the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. For as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding, interpreting of dreams and showing of hard sentence, and dissolving of doubts, we are found in the same Daniel, whom the king named Belshazzar. Now let Daniel be called, and he will show the interpretation. Then was Daniel brought in before the king. And the king speak and said unto Daniel, 
art thou that Daniel, which art of the children of the captivity of Judea, whom the king, my father, brought out of Jews? Hallelujah. And I have even heard of thee that the spirit of the gods is in thee, and that light and understanding and excellent wisdom is found in thee. And now the wise men, the astrologers, have been brought in before me, that they should read this writing and make known unto me the interpretation thereof, but they could not show the interpretation of the thing. And I have heard of thee, that thou can make interpretations and dissolve thou's. Now, if thou can read the writing and make known to me the interpretation thereof, you shall be clothed with scarlet and have a chain of gold about your neck and shall be the third ruler in the kingdom. Then Daniel answered and said before the king, Let thy gift be to thyself and give thy rewards to another. Yet I will read the writing unto the king and make known to him the interpretation. Hallelujah. Then we look at also Daniel chapter 6, 3 to 5. Daniel chapter 6, 3 to 5. Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king thought to set him over the whole realm. Then the president and princes sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom. But they could find no occasion nor fault. For as much as he was faithful, neither was there any error or fault found in him. Then said this man, we shall not find any occasion against this Daniel, except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. Hallelujah. Daniel chapter 4, 8 to 9 first, then 27 to 28. What effect could we see that this man created? Now, let us start our discussion. We need to see that the effect that he created as a result of him possessing God as his own inheritance. As a result of Daniel possessing God as his own portion, as his part here on earth. The effect that he created was so much in a land where he was a slave. And that is why we say our focus must be on possessing God as our greatest inheritance. That is where all the difference is made. Instead of running up and down seeking for who will lay hands and leg on us, seeking for who will tell us one story or the other, we concentrate on how our body can become a container that can carry God around. So that we can see the power of God in a dimension that we have never seen before. This is one secret that we have not seen in the church again. Because when everybody's eyes is focused on God. The ministers feel that it's a threat to them. They feel that it's a great threat to them. That if we start pointing at Christ. Everybody pointing at Christ. We start showing them that we are nothing. We can't do anything. It is Jesus. Pointing at Christ to every child of God is what makes all the difference. They will no more become gods over the redeemed of the Lord. And because these men know that whenever the heart of the people move away from them, they become like their fellow brethren, not as if that these brethren will not know that the grace of God upon their life has actually brought them to this level. Yet, God will still flow back to them but they felt that, oh, there will be a lot of threat. Now, we could see God speaking to us concerning this man that did exploit. 
So what did they do? What was their secret? What was the secret of this man? We could say there's no other secret. Their secret was that they understood that when we possess God, everything works. There's no king that will not bow down to us. <laughs> there's no kingdom we cannot take over. There's nothing, no gold or silver that will move us. We'll be in charge of all those things that everybody will be running after. So it's important that we understand this. Why do we say that we must concentrate on possessing God and leave religion and leave stories and the genius of men and settle down for a perfect walk with the Lord? A perfect and personal walk with the Lord. A perfect and personal walk with the Lord. Until we understand this great truth, it becomes difficult. We will only end up religious people, but we will not get the best that God can offer. And we will contribute even to make some group of people rich. Why we ourselves will not be rich. Now what is God saying to us? We need to see the effect. So we look at this. We saw from the scriptures. Number one he said. But at the last Daniel came. He came in before me. Whose name was Belshazzar. According to the name of my God. And in whom is the spirit of the Holy Ghost. So first of all. It wasn't Daniel that even saw that he had the spirit of the Holy God. It wasn't Daniel that saw that. It was the king. This man is different from us. <laughs> this one is different from us. We could see the spirit of the Holy God in him. This spirit this man possesses is not ordinary. It's not the kind of spirit that we have. It's not the kind of one that our magicians they have. It's not a kind that the astrologers they have, the soothsayers. If they have that kind of spirit, they would have been able to do what to solve. But they don't have that spirit. They don't have it. So for the king, he first discovered that this man is consecrated than us. He saw that this man is consecrated than us. He saw that the spirit of the Holy God was in him. The spirit of the Holy God was in him. In Daniel. Now after we have seen that the spirit of the Holy God was in him. Because that is the spirit that distinguished him. That is the spirit that brought about all the results in his life. Everything that was happening in the life of Daniel was happening as a result of that spirit of consecration. The spirit of the Holy God. The spirit of the Holy God. The spirit of consecration. Children of God. There is no other foundation in the body of Christ. Apart from the foundation of consecration. Holiness of life. Righteousness of life. You can never identify with God without that. You can't. God is not ready to identify also with us without that. So we discover that in Daniel first. The king could see. The spirit of the Holy God is in this man. That's why this man is distinguished. He's not the same with us. It's a different man. A completely different man. He's living in another planet. We are not like him. We can't access the secret that he can access. We can't. Here we are today, children of God. Don't we have Holy Ghost? <laughs> we have the Holy Ghost in us. What is happening to us? That struggle is still there. 
So after that, what is the next effect? We saw the second effect in verse 9. O Belshazzar, master of the world, magicians. <laughs> master of the magicians. You can imagine that. These are people that don't know God. They live by what the magicians say. They live by what the astrologers say. They live by what the soothsayers say. And look at Daniel came into the kingdom, the Babylon kingdom, and retired all the magicians. He retired all of them. The magicians retired. Astrologers retired. Soothsayers retired. All their work, he said, get out of this place. You don't have work again. Are you still here with me? When we possess God, we could see God giving us thrones. God gives us thrones. Because he's the king. God cannot come and sit. One nonsense king here on earth will be ruling him. You can't possess God and he will sit down. One nonsense man will be ruling him. It's not possible. It's not possible. So that is one thing that people don't understand. Instead of we now focusing on making God our own possession, we are pursuing things. And those things turn our heart away from the Lord. It turned our heart away from the Lord. And when he succeeded in turning our heart away from the Lord, we might still think that something good is happening because we bought one small car. We built one small house. And somebody might mistake it that something good is happening in his life. And unfortunately, that is what the church has presented to us. That is the measurement that God is with a man. If God is with you, why won't you have your house? Why won't you have your car? Why won't you have your company? Why won't you have all these things? Is that what shows that God is with a man? Is that what shows that God is? The same man called Daniel. We look at the way he lived his life. Look at verse 517. Verse 517, the Bible said, the king offered him. He offered him. He said, you will be taught in command in this land if you can be able to read this handwriting. Can you go back to 16? And I have heard of thee that you can make interpretations and dissolve doubts. Now, if you can read the writing and make known to me the interpretation thereof, thou shalt be clothed with scarlet and have a chain of gold about thy neck and shall be taught ruler in the kingdom. You shall be taught ruler in this kingdom. And what did Daniel answer? 17. Daniel answered and said before the king, let thy gift be to thyself. Can you imagine such a man? A poor man, does he answer like that? Does a poor man answer this way? Yet, is there any car he parked somewhere? No. Is there any house they told you built? No. Is there any car? He has gold everywhere. Until you understand what riches mean. Riches is not car. It's God in a man. When a man possesses God, moving around with God, he is rich. It's unfortunate. I pray that the church will recover. So that they will remove the heart and the eyes of men away from things of the world. They show Jesus beautiful edifice. Jesus said to them, you see this thing you're saying? There will be a time no stone will be on top of each other. All of them will be grounded into powder. Why is he saying that? He's trying to take away their heart from things. And focus it on things that matter. 
Because that is not riches. So we could see Daniel. He said, let thy gift be to thyself and give thy rewards to another. Yet for me, I will read the whole thing for you. Don't bother, king. Hold your gift. Why was he telling him to hold his gift? If it is you, what will you do? It's like you're not understanding the gravity. Third in command in a whole nation. Third in command. You think it's to go and do election, they will dash you more money. No, we are talking about third in command. Third in command in a whole nation. Just to read and interpret. Third in command. It's a take. It's there for you. And the man look at third in command. You know what it means? Gold, silver, everything follows. And he look at it and say, let thy gift be. Can we still see such Christians? Can we still see such Christians today? Can we still see such Christians today? The Joseph have vanished and they are vanishing more and more. Because the GOs are beginning to offer us things. They have made us believe that until you get this thing, your unborn again is hopeless. It's just this one. And you see a child of God be mourning. And that becomes the reason why he will go and misbehave. Because of one little thing. And look at a man that they offered the kingdom. They say, you are third in command. If I'm not around, if the queen is not around, you take over. Rule my people. You are in charge. I don't care where you're coming from. You're a Jew, but rule them. Rule them. You're in charge. Why? Just because a man became a wonder. I discovered that as of the time we are saying the thing, I was trying to figure out where was Daniel. Because the time of Nebuchadnezzar has passed, we are now talking about his son. So it simply means that they have relegated him and put him one side when Nebuchadnezzar has died and there was another trouble again. And they were struggling. The sayers were there. Why didn't they be the one to say? And the queen was the one when she heard. She walked in and said, my son, don't kill yourself. These people are foolish people. Let them go out. Even the fathers, they couldn't do anything. How do you expect they can read this in? They can read it. There's a man. The spirit of the holy God is in. This man is the man you need to call back again to this kingdom. I know you would have asked, where is him? I don't know where they kept him since your father died. He said, please look for that man. Look for that man. <laughs> I tell you, they will look for you. Will you possess God? Will you stop these things you are running up and down and settle with God? If you want them to look for you, settle with God. Stop running up and down. Stop running. Leave all these things and possess God. Rubbish it the way Daniel rubbished it. Rubbish. He look at the thing and say, King, keep your gift. You know, gift have a way of closing somebody's mouth. Gift, dangerous. A way of closing somebody's mouth. If the devil wants to catch you, he'll start giving you gifts once more. For example, if the devil wants to catch a lady, Gift. Small, 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 small. I was discussing with them where I went for administration. A lady asked me a question. He said, but in the course of the teaching that the pastor said they should not be collecting something from unbelievers. I said, no. He said, even when you say something to the person you shouldn't collect money. I said, no. Are you sure it's what the pastor said? I said, pastor can say that. I said, my dear, if you do your business with anybody, whether unbeliever or believer, collect your money. That one is apart. 
But can you explain to us exactly? He said, but there's a brother that they have. It's from their place. Are you understand? That the brother used to give the money. I said, no. That person is here, brother, indeed. So can you explain? He used to give her money. I said, can you explain? Please explain to us. I said, do you know who you call a brother? So let's understand. Brother in what aspect? From the same parents, from the same kindred, so brother in the Lord, so can we understand the brother you are talking about? He said, no, he's just from their village. I said, no. I said, can you marry the person? Can the person marry? You know there are some brothers you can marry. Your mother's side you can marry too. But now, this man can marry you and is giving you gifts. I said, be careful, sister. Very careful. If he keep giving you the gift, you're collecting the gift before you know, your mouth will close. You will not be bold enough to tell him, no, brother, you're advancing too much. When a brother begins to know your birthday, eh, he begins to know your birthday, brother, and he quickly double-cross. He's the first person that will bring something, put flowers every day, and he will ask you, is there another person who has sent you any gift? Just to establish that he's the one that is remembering you. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> because through the gift, he can close your mouth. Before you know, he will start advancing closer and start doing something that is wrong. And he has closed your mouth. You have eaten pepper soup. You have eaten sugar. You have collected gin. You have collected perfume. You have collected big, big things. Is it when he want to hold you? He say, you will not even be bold because the gift has closed your mouth. So Daniel knew. He don't want any gift to close his mouth. So he said, oh king, keep your gift. I have a duty here. I have not finished the duty. Look at 27. Very quick. You see where the duty started. After he rejected the gift, we saw another effect. Can we possess God? Wherefore, oh king, let my counsel be acceptable unto thee and break off thy sins by righteousness and your iniquities by showing mercy to the poor if it may be a lengthening of thy tranquility. Please, what did you understand then? What was Daniel doing now to the king? Can you imagine? Daniel stood. He was preaching to the king. <laughs> Is somebody understanding something here? He didn't dodge it. He said sins. Is he one? Sins. Oh king, sins. There are sins and plenty iniquities in you. <laughs> and the king shut up his mouth listening to him. He said, yes, Daniel, talk, talk, talk. Hope if you finish, you read this thing. <laughs> he said, no problem, king. But just listen to me first. I can see iniquities in you. I can see your sins. Do you know that things has closed the mouth of many children of God that they can't preach through gospel again? Preaching fallacy. Preaching falsehood. We are waiting. A lady asked me, can a believer marry an unbeliever? I said, are you a believer to start with? To ask me this question. She said she's a believer. I said, he said, why she's asking? Because a pastor told her you can marry. A pastor told her that you can marry the unbeliever. That was what the sister said. And what is his name? Pastor. There's trouble. How can somebody who called himself pastor be deceiving people like that? Is it not one of them? He's one of them. And now what is the Lord saying to us? We could see this man boldly tell the king, or God king, Actually, why I didn't take your gift is so that 
I can still have boldness to rebuke you. So I can still have confidence to look at your face and charge the duty that God brought me into your kingdom to do what? To discharge. That is a duty that brought me. God did not bring me here for your gifts. God is my own inheritance and he beats all these things. For the earth is the loss and the fullness thereof. Your kingdom, my God, swallowed all of them, including you and the people that are here. Did you understand what I'm saying? That is where the trouble of the church started. When our hearts start moving away from God, they started focusing our heart on things. Everybody believed that until you get something, that is when you are serving God. Please, I'm asking you, Daniel, was he solving major problems here for them? Daniel, was he relevant? Daniel, can they do without him? Can they say, Daniel, get out of this kingdom? Is it possible? Did you see? The Bible said the magicians plan now to do what? To kill him. Because they have seen, oh, our job is already online. This Daniel has become a threat, a major threat. Which job again would do? As he starts, the king will never call us for him. What will you be saying? <laughs> you can imagine Daniel just put his hand and be coming like this and say, oh king, all these magicians, get them out of this kingdom. What do you think the king will do? If I lose this man, who will be interpreting this thing? Who knows the next dream that is coming this night? <laughs> may you carry God. I say, may you carry God. I might not have big car, but I carry God. I'm not chasing your pocket. I'm satisfied with him. He said, no for me. He said, no for me. The man of Calvary. He said, no for me. <laughs> I don't know about you. High blood pressure. I don't know. Is it the heart of men breaking every day? They are suffering pains. Why? They are chasing things. The thing will move this way. <laughs> My tomorrow of blessed memory. He said, whatever you chase, avoids you. <laughs> and the more they are chasing, the thing is avoiding them. The more you chase money, you'll be running. Chase God. Say, chase God. If you have chased God the way you have chased things, things would have started chasing you. Simple. I need more grace to chase him. More grace to chase him. I'm not asking you for grace to chase things. No. Grace to chase him. The grace to chase God. The grace to possess him. The grace to pursue him more and more. To press on knowing him. More about him. And you see everything turn. Everything will begin to turn. Everything will begin to turn. On his own accord. No struggle. No fight. So we could see the man called Daniel, the exploit he did. The exploit he did just as a result of him possessing God. Effect was too much. The effect was too much. You can't make light of him. You can't say, I didn't notice that there's a man called Daniel here. You can't say it. The whole Babylon came to realize there's a man called Daniel. They came to realize that. Yet, they will ask who is he? They say it's a slave. A Jew. A slave. He's not even a citizen here. But unfortunately, without him. If he tells the king to sack you, you are gone. Anything he tells the king, he will do. He never went to the king and begged and said, your father, Nebuchadnezzar, I was working with him. Like you see many Christians 
going up and down, begging and begging and begging for job. Did you see Daniel go to Belshazzar? Did you see Daniel go to him and say, Remember, me and your father was working. Oh, queen, mention me now to him. It's not good, though. Since your husband died, your son didn't know me. How do we cope in this town? In this town? The young man was busy doing his work. He was busy where he was. And God said, it will happen again. My son, you will always be relevant. So far as you are carrying me, he said, hand come out right on the wall. Cause trouble there. The king was watching the wall. You don't know this God. He can imagine the vibration in that kingdom that day. And the mother of her heart. Oh, leave this people. Their work expired since the time your father was alive. That's a man. Who work with your father? Listen, they will locate you wherever you are. If you are carrying God. They must locate you. They must look for you. They will say we need him. You don't need to move up and down. It's an insult and disgrace to have the spirit of the Holy God and the hanging around men. Hanging around men. Seeking and begging for help. No. No. The Bible said the least in the kingdom, the least in the kingdom is greater than John the Baptist. The people we are talking about, the spirit of God wasn't resident in them. It comes and go. It comes and go. It comes and go. But today the spirit of God is raising me and you. What is our problem? Our problem is that our whole heart has not been given to him completely. Completely. We live in fears. We live in doubt. We live in unbelief. We walk by sight and not by faith that we found in Christ Jesus alone. We walk by sight. We believe our strength can make it work. But it has never made it work once. Instead, we are struggling more and more. Hallelujah. Look at verses 6, 3 to 5. Then this Daniel was preferred above all the presidents and residents. Can you imagine? Because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king thought to set him over the whole realm. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? Is it not a serious matter? The faith was so much that you can't neglect him. Why are they neglecting you? How come that in the school they neglect you? How come that wherever you are they neglect you? You can't have that spirit and be neglected. It's not possible. They must consult you. We need you to say something. You can't. It's not possible. You can't be neglected. Daniel turned the hearts of people from magicians. So the heart of people were torn away from magicians. You can imagine. A strong effect. There are more magicians. They said last time the king had a dream. They couldn't interpret. And they are going. You know before then, look at the way they used to walk. The magicians. They said this is king's magician. And they were okay. The astrologers. King's astrologers. The soothsayers. As they come, they can even stop on the street and park their car on the road. And so everybody should go through the other side. We are the magicians of the king and the seasayers. Be careful. As of that time, eh? They are hiding. So their heart turned away. Please to who? To the God of Daniel, of course. They would have asked, Daniel, what is happening? How? Say there is a God in heaven. There is a God in heaven. And he never failed to point at God. 
He said to King, I cannot interpret. There is a God in heaven. What you are asking the magicians, the astrologers, the seersayers, they can't do it. Just leave it. Including me, it is the God in heaven that is making these things to work. God is eager to make your life glorious in order for his name to be glorified. Eager to make your life glorious when you carry him so that he can make his name to be glorified. Now look at this. Daniel turned the hearts of the people from magicians. The people associated him with holiness, the Holy Ghost. He was relevant to their needs. The need was greater than he could do what he could solve. God was with him. Hallelujah. He established a quiet but strong witness for God. He did this for years. Regimes came and passed away. But Daniel remained unchanged. If we pursue God and possess him, we shall have all. God will put us above all ahead of our colleagues. If we can pursue God and leave all these nonsense stories, this month is the month of this. This month, that is not, it's not a war to possessing God. Leave all these stories. Don't get offended. I'm telling you the truth. This month is the month of this. That is not what we are talking about. Daniel never waited for them to proclaim a month. What is this? He's carrying God all the time. So every month is the same for him. Every month is the month of dominion for him. Every year is the same year for him. Oh, year changing. A changing year. Every year is the same. Every year is the same. When you carry God, you don't need any other thing. You need only God. God alone. And the whole house will flung open by force on their own accord. The favor will come. Oh, head shall be lifted up. Is there anyone they were working with? Has God changed? Is it not the same yesterday? Today and forever. As the deer panted for the water, so my soul longed after thee. Oh, you alone are my heart. Desire and I long to worship you. And that is why God started this great work of revival to bring us back to himself. Bring us back to Christ. Bring us back to himself. And stop all the dreamings of men. Let your heart settle for Jesus. I beg you. Settle for Jesus. You see what he will do. <laughs> He will tear the red sea apart again and ask you to pass. The seas will congeal. He will tell you pass. Don't need anything. Walk with him. Walk with him. Walk with him. So we share this. How did Daniel maintain this great portion of his inheritance? Daniel chapter 1 verse 8. And Daniel proposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with a portion of king's meat. No, with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested of the prince of the Enoch that he might not defile himself. That he might not defile himself. And Daniel proposed in his heart. I know the wind of revival is blowing very hard. It will soon blow men out of falsehood and bring them to hear the truth. I know. I don't fear. Just keep speaking the truth. Listen, keep speaking the truth. He don't want any soul to perish. The only thing is me. 
If I can concentrate, I'm between what he has. And don't fear in your heart. So Daniel proposed in his heart. He proposed in his heart. He said, I will not define myself with a king's meat. Have you proposed in your heart? Have you proposed in your heart to walk all through consecrated for the Lord? In order to keep God as your greatest position. He can't walk with the scornful. He can't walk with the defied. Purpose in our heart not to be defied. In order to retain him as our possession forever. We can't gamble. We can't play religion. We can't joke. We must purpose in our heart. Daniel proposed in his heart never to defile himself. So propose in your heart never to defile yourself with the genius of men, with the world system, whatever they are doing. The job they offer you that make you to start lying, leave the job. You will not die. God will make a provision for you. Whatever the world want to offer you that will make you not be consecrated in order for you to retain God as your portion, leave it. It's not for you. There is a higher one that's coming your way. I say greater one is coming your way. In the name of Jesus. So he proposed in his heart. So that is one of the ways for we to maintain this great portion of our inheritance. Look at 21 of Daniel chapter 1. Daniel chapter 1, 21. And Daniel continued even unto first year of King Darius. What does that mean? He continued. Consistency. Daniel continued. So it's not one time consecration. It's not one time dedication. It's what we do continually, consistently. Not the month of holiness. You say this month is holiness. So we have not the time of Lent. You stop eating food to be holy. It's not what God is saying. All your life should be holy. Every day, morning till night, until you depart from here on it. You must live consecrated continually, consistently, not sometimes. Not sometimes, consistently and continually. No lying, no cheating, no playing games, no kalo kalo of any kind, no entanglement with the world. He must understand this truth. God cannot manage with that. He cannot manage when it comes to consecration. So it must be a continuous thing. We must know that. Hallelujah. Daniel chapter 2, verse 17. 17 to 19. Then Daniel went. To his house and made the things known to Hananiah, Michelle, and Azariah, his companions. Do you see that one again? So you must have companion of men who are consecrated like your father God. So you can't have friends that don't know God. Even if it's your childhood friend and you know this person don't know God, detach yourself from the person. Second Corinthians chapter 6 verse 14. He said, be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship had righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion had light with darkness? And what concord had Christ with Baal? Or what part had he that believed with an infidel? And what agreement had the temple of God with the idols? For ye are the temple of living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them. And I will be their God and they shall be my people. Wherefore come out from among them and be ye separate. Say ye the Lord and touch not the unclean things and I will receive you. 18. And I will be a father unto you and you shall be my sons and daughters. Say the Lord 
Almighty. Do you want God to reject you? Do you want God not to come and make his abode in you because of one careless unbeliever that is dashing you 1,000, 2,000 occasionally? That is dashing you 10,000 occasionally and you know he's an unbeliever. You know quite well. Even when you sit down to commune with her or with him, he's talking nonsense. He's trying to remind you of old life. He tells you rubbish stories and you are still clinging with the person. And you expect that you are carrying God. You are deceiving yourself. You are not yet ready. So for Daniel, he has his own companion. The people he can stay with. And that was why, look at the next thing that happened there. What's the next thing that happened? In verses 18. That they would do what desire mercy of the God of heaven concerning the secret. That Daniel and his fellows should not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. Look at 19. Then was the secret revealed unto Daniel in a night vision. Then Daniel blessed the God. How? They prayed. And they should desire. So how do they desire they prayed? So when you have correct companions, they will make you to pray. You pray with them. So correct companions makes you to pray and it helps you to retain this possession called God. So you can't have people that don't know God and expect to retain this position. You are not yet ready until you come out from among them. That's an instruction from God. Even if they are the ones giving you food, get out from there. They are the ones that are squatting you. Live in the gutter. Get out from that place. Get out! So that God can receive you and begin to do a new work in your life. So you must learn to pray. You must learn to walk away from the wrong company. So that they will not corrupt the seed of God in you. They will not corrupt the possession that you have. Whenever you come to them, they will talk you out of God. And you are still there. Get out of the place. Get out of the place. So because you have unbelievers, they come to your house. They misbehave. They can even put blue film in your presence. And it's God that provided the money you used to pay. And you don't want to give the whole house to Christ. I claim the whole place for Christ. He's the owner of the whole place. From my corridor to every other place. If you're praying, he will play Makosa. When he see you praying, in your house, I mean in your own house, the house that God gave you money to pay for, okay, you are in trouble. And you don't want to tell him, brother, today you must leave. God will not fight you for that one. He need to get out of the house. Are you hearing me? Do you have one in your house now? Sack him this night. Hallelujah. 227-28 And Daniel answered, in the presence of the king and said the secret which the king had demanded cannot the wise men, the astrologers the magicians, the soothsayers show unto the king but there is a God in heaven <laughs> that reveals secrets that make it known to the king, Nebuchadnezzar, what shall be in the latter days thy dream and thy vision of thy head upon thy bed are these hallelujah so we must point to God. We must point to Him. We must let the whole world know He is our strength. He is our possession. It is through Him that all these things is happening. You can't take it as your own glory. Point it to Him. Tell them it's through Him. So that's the way to keep this possession. You must point. When you keep pointing at Him, He keeps flowing. He said, glory is coming to me. He keeps flowing. That's all he need from you. The glory coming. As you carry him, the glory coming to him. You keep telling the whole world is him. And they are returning to him. They are coming back to him. 
in truth and in spirit. They are removing everything that is distracting them from seeing him. They are returning back to him with all their heart. With all their heart. I wish saying amen. amen. 5 verses 17. Daniel chapter 5 verse 17. So there was no self-confidence in Daniel. He did not allow gifts, position or bribe and rest of them bias his mind. So he didn't allow bribe, gifts, position, possession of any other kind to blind his eyes. In order for him to keep God as his possession. So he said gifts wait. This one wait. That one wait. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So what is the next one again? Look at 6 verse 10. Daniel chapter 6 verse 10. Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house and his windows being open in his chambers towards Jerusalem. He knelt upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. Hallelujah. As he did aforetime. So for him, his life was not there for him. So for Daniel, his life was not there for him. And they signed the decree and said the one that ever prays to another God, lion will take his life. He will throw the person lion dead. He said, ah, all this is not threat for you to collect God from me. Forget it. Open the windows. Sir, sir, I am praying. Oh, come and hear. See, I'm praying. Do what you want to do. But today, oh, if you say it, anyone that have this kind of cotton, this kind of blind, you know what they will do? They will change it to thick one, tapoline. That's what they will use to call. If they even intend to pray, if the person ever intend to pray, he will change this thing to tapoline. That nobody can ever feel praying. And this last door, he will remove it and now make it a permanent lock. He will permanent, he will be locking this door permanently. And make sure there's no hole. He'll be checking so that they will not capture me. <laughs> They won't catch me that I'm praying. But look at Daniel. His life wasn't there. For him, he preferred that God more than his life. Hallelujah. Jesus said, once you hold your life, you will lose it. But once you lose the life, what will happen? He said, for my sake and for the sake of the kingdom. Not when you foolishly lose it. If you lose it, it goes like that. But if it is Christ you're losing the life for and for his kingdom, what did he say? The life you are getting it back. So could you see Christ in Daniel? Could you see Christ in Daniel? He chose to lose the life in order to get the life. Did he get the life or not? That was the one that crushed the whole kingdom and returned them back to God. That's the final one. Are you seeing Jesus there? Jesus had to give his life in order to win the whole world for God. Daniel had to do what? Give his own life. For him to conquer the kingdom of Babylon. As soon as he offered the life. He thought that the life was still there. The life has gone. For God. That life gone. It was God that intervened. And said they will not leak your blood. They have thrown him to the lion's den. But God said not your life. I know you have given out the life for me. And I have achieved what I want to achieve. When he came out. The king couldn't sleep the whole night. The Bible said he came out in the morning and said, Oh, Daniel, this is your God that you serve day and night. Could he save you? Daniel said, My God has sent his angels. <laughs> he said, quickly brought him out. Do you understand what happened there? 
He knew that his own kingdom is under threat. Ha! They want to kill him. The only man surviving me here. Can you imagine? What made the king not to sleep the whole night? Kings will not sleep because of you. Because of your relevance in the life of men. How our life will impact the life of others. His work wasn't gift. His work wasn't another thing. But to take over that kingdom for Christ. Will you live to take over kingdom of God? And rejecting take cheeky gifts that they are offering you. <laughs> God is saying, I want you to take kingdom. You're looking for a job. 50,000, 100,000. You come out and stand on this like a beggar. That childishness. Go and turn kingdoms and take over kingdoms. Take over kingdom. Take over kingdom. Listen, we are better positioned than Daniel. Them. Take over kingdom. How could they do that exploit? And God is showing all the secrets. These are the secrets. Hallelujah. Look at 16 of that same season. Then the king commanded that they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lion. Now the king speak and said unto Daniel, Thy God whom thou dost service continually, he will deliver thee. Hallelujah. I will say amen. amen. 9 verses 2 to 4. In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by books the numbers of... So which other way we must sit with gospel to study to know Christ. So if we must possess this position and maintain him sitting at the feet of Jesus is non-negotiable. You must sit at Jesus' feet continually. Nobody need to remind you to come for discipleship meeting. I need to call you. I don't need to be sending text messages to you. You must sit down at the feet of Christ. You must know him, know him, know him, know him. More, more about Jesus. More, more about Jesus. More of his saving grace I see. More of his love who died for me. You can't be satisfied knowing him more and more in his world. More and more in his world. I'm not talking about reading books. I'm talking about the Bible in his world. I didn't say that books are not good, but please, any book you're reading, Bible must be by right? Bible must be there so that if you're checking scriptures, if it's not what Jesus say, run. So, more about Jesus in his world. In his world. Read. Read. So, if I've not gone through the Bible, if you say it, don't you say I'm confused? They might say it. It's not even in the Bible. You carry it. Because you have not known him by the Bible. Go and sit down with the word of God. Read the Bible. Study the Bible. It said in this word of God, in these scriptures, that is where it is written about me. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Daniel 10, 2 and 3. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning three full weeks. Three, I ate no pleasant bread, neither came flesh nor wine in my mouth, neither did I anoint my herd myself at all. The three whole ways we are fulfilled. So what did you understand there? Fasting. We possess this, our inheritance, and maintain our inheritance through waiting on the Lord. Waiting on the Lord. You wait on the Lord not for car. You wait on the Lord to keep this inheritance. To tune your spirit, man, so that you can be sensitive to know when the enemy is trying to come around you. So you must wait through fasting and not eating every day. Eating 24 hours. 
So anyone God has given you the grace, do. They are all fasting. You can fast with only fruit. It's fasting. These are all fasting. But fast. You must fast as a child of God. Hallelujah. He knows our weaknesses. He knows your level of grace. He knows when you are playing game two. When your stomach has become your God. He knows. Hallelujah. We must pray. must cry to God and say, Lord, help me. Let's begin to talk to the Lord and ask the Lord to help us. Let your eyes move out of everything, everything, everything that is distracting you from focusing on this one position called God. They are not two. It's only God. It's only Him. Only Him. He wants to take your heart. He wants to occupy you. He wants to occupy your thinking. He wants to occupy the way you talk. He wants to occupy how you do things. He wants to occupy your dealings. Can you take away your heart from all these struggles? Can you settle it with Christ? Can you fix it on Christ? Fix your heart on Christ. Allow God to take absolute control of your life. Allow God, allow Him. Once you have become born again, once you are born of Him, you should rejoice by this great truth that you have got today. And you talk to heaven today. Ask Him to deliver you from all these ones. All these worries of life. All this list that you are pursuing up and everything that is troubling your life that is making it not to settle. Ask the Lord, deliver me from all of them. My heart settle with you, Lord. Let me stop running helter skelter for things. Let me run to know you more. Let me run to know you, Jesus. Like Daniel, as he was in that palace of the king, he never moved an inch. He was so confident he could preach the king. His life wasn't dear to him. He gave up the life, even like Christ did. And that way, he turned a whole kingdom back to God. As we possess God, what are you doing? You should pursue to see that men get reconciled back to God again. Three other things will be added to you. Daniel was not fighting for gold or for silver. Gold was given to him. He rejected it. This was offered him. He rejected all of them. Focus on that which God planted him there for. Until he achieved it. He turned the whole kingdom back to God. Ah, what are you pursuing? God wants to give you the throne. He wants to give you the kingdom. Not that little, little job you claim you are looking for. How much would they pay you then? And yet you'll be corrupt that place. And yet that particular place, they will turn your heart against God. You cannot be bold enough to tell them about Jesus. You can't be bold enough to cut your bones to turn and follow Christ. Can you pray to them and say, Lord, here I am. Help me. Let me run to know you more. Thank you because you have answered in Jesus' name we are prayed. I know you are blessed by the message you just received. We encourage you to join our Open Heaven meetings, connecting to God's help every first of the month, 5 p.m. Deep Experience with Jesus every Saturday, 5 p.m. And our Life Transforming Seminars for All in Sports Circle at Suit E23, C2C Plaza, Pocketty Road, Enugu, Nigeria. Visit our Facebook page, Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry, Instagram at Savior T Sports. 
Twitter at Savior Total. WhatsApp number 090-60222330. Email Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry at gmail.com. You are blessed.